Welcome to S-Rank Media Club Podcast. We're ranking video games. This episode is episode 5, and we're ranking the latest installment of Mortal Kombat from 2021. I'm here with Kudrow and Colton. Um, Hi. Yeah. Yep. We'll just we'll just get right into a, a little plot summary here, and then we'll get into the kind of a, a scene by scene um, talk about it, and you know, give us give you our opinions and, and, and thoughts and stuff like that. So, um, so from IMB, IMDb, um, MMA fighter Cole Young. Accustomed to taking a beating for money, is an un- unaware of his heritage or why Outworld's Emperor Shang Tsung has sent his best warrior, Sub-Zero, an otherworldly, otherworldly cryomancer, to hunt Cole down. Fearing for his family's safety, Cole goes in search of Sonya Blade at the direction of Jax, a special forces major who bears the same strange dragon marking Cole was born with. Soon he finds himself at the temple of Lord Raiden, an elder god and protector of Earthrealm, we know as the god of thunder or god of lightning i should say um and he grants them sanctuary or grants coal sanctuary to those who bear the mark um here cole trains with experienced warriors Liu kang and kung lao and a rogue mercenary kano as he prepares to stand with earth's greatest champions against enemies of outworld and high stakes battle for the universe mortal Kombat. um Will Cole put, be pushed hard enough to unlock his arcana, the immense power from within his soul in time to save not only his family, but to stop Outworld once and for all? Did they call Scorpion a cryomancer? Uh, Sub-Zero. Or, sorry, Sub-Zero. Yeah. That's I mean, sick. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what he is. So. I know, but I never thought about it like that. This makes him even cooler than he was before. <laughs> yeah. Got to give it to... Uh, it was Warner Brothers who wrote the description, so they got they got someone paying that's being paid the big buck, big bucks <laughs> writing that one. Um, yeah, got that advanced vocabulary. Yeah, so so we open on the uh, scene from, but uh, it, it doesn't give a specific time period, but like feudal era. Yeah, I would say so. Right, we have a uh, a guy who's just uh, you know just kind of farming his field with his family. And then you see his uh, yellow fringes on his jacket that look kind of scorpion-like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see his wife digging with a little dagger that looks kind of scorpion-like. And then mm-hmm. he goes off to get some water from the river. And then his family's back at the farm, and the uh, famed cryomancer, Sub-Zero, from the... Lin Kuei show is he the Lin Kuei? Which yep, well, Lin Kuei is subs as a uh, Bihan's clan or right. Sub Zero Bihan in this case, who who then murders Scorpion's family, and Scorpion hears the screams, run back, runs back, has a fight with Sub Zero, where Sub Zero kills him, and he's so upset he goes down to hell. Right, and we get a little taste of scorpion's move set we'll say right, right? with his he ties yeah. the kunai knife to the rope and kind of swings it around and and mm-hmm. uh fights like that and mm-hmm. hanzo is his name right Scorpion's yep. name yep he's yep. japanese correct yeah i believe it's it, and so, sub-zero is yeah. chinese yeah this was I unclear so. to me before but yeah the way they talk in the movie it seems like that's the case 
And I don't know if that was like canon previously. Maybe it was, but this is the first time that's been apparent to me. Um, yeah. So then it kind of. Well, I'll say before oh, we go into the next I was scene, say, though, yeah. I'd probably make a note. It's like, you know, so before before uh, Bihan kills uh, the family, uh, Hanzo's wife takes uh, takes a, takes an infant, hides it below the floorboards, and, like, you know, it survives the fight. Raiden appears on the scene after the fight is done, takes the child, and takes it somewhere safe. Right. And then that's, yeah, that's kind of the, the beginning scene, and then it goes into the the Mortal Kombat across the screen, right? Yeah, yeah. Then we, we go to modern day, essentially, right? Yeah, but there's no Mortal Kombat music, so I immediately shut it off. That, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if they just cut in the exact same, like, intro? I would have loved it. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> I was waiting for it, but it never came. So. After Annihilation, they're probably like, oh, maybe we don't uh, <laughs> bring that back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then but it goes the to of right. <laughs> <laughs> then it goes to the current day where we meet Cole, who's that amateur MMA fighter, and he's talking to a woman before a fight, and they're talking about whether he should fight or not. And she... it doesn't seem like anybody has any faith in him. No, like nobody thinks he's going to win. Right. <laughs> That's kind of what they say, and then so he goes and. He does the fight regardless, and it looks like pretty promising in the beginning. Like he's he's getting some strikes, but MMA, if you know, there's you know striking, but then there's also like the wrestling and grappling that happens, and ultimately he gets out grappled by the his opponent and taps out and loses. Um, so yeah, and then I think that's pretty much all the important parts of that. It's just kind of a taste of you know, Cole's right. fighting and then, yeah, kind of like, he's like a washed up fighter. Right. Like right. That's the, he's nothing special. Mm-hmm. You know? well, his, his special power is getting his ass kicked. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get our first taste of kind of the mysterious nature of, um, what's his name? I can never remember his name. Shang Tsung. Yeah. It, it kind of cuts to the out world, I believe. Right. Yeah. Where sub zero is talking to Shang Tsung. Right, and they're talking about the 10th uh, tournament of Mortal Kombat, which we know as, you know, you have to win 10 Mortal Kombat tournaments. classic Mortal Kombat story. Yep. Right. (laughs) 10 Mortal Kombat win, 10 Mortal Kombat tournament wins to take over the the realm. They're definitely not reinventing the wheel here. Yeah, to allow them to invade. (laughs) Right. Right, they got to kill all the heroes. Yeah, so they have to kill all the champions, and um, Shang Tsung's like, oh, we need to get rid of um, Hanzo and Sub Zero is like, oh, I did that like centuries ago or something like that. And he's like, well, right. we don't want to leave this to chance, so go to Earth and kill everybody. Right, because there's some ancient like, what is it? Ancient Prophecy. like legend, yeah, that Shang Tsung's like afraid of. But right. Sub Zero is, he's like, I killed that guy. I'm not afraid of that. Oh, right. the whole thing, yeah. What was the whole thing like? The blood of Hanzo Hasashi mm-hmm. will you like unite a new? Like unite this generation of Earth Realms champions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we kind of cut back to Earth and Jax. Well, I guess we should have mentioned Jax had shown up to the fight, the MMA fight, and he was kind of mm-hmm. just hanging around. And then he kind of kind of talks to to Cole and was like, "Oh, like he gets to see the mark from Cole." And Jax like, "Oh, that's our guy." Like 
he knows because Jax has the same mark as well. And yep, so show, they kind of show you mine, I'll show you yours. <laughs> right. So they kind of part ways and then they're out like Cole and his family are like out eating right dinner and then it starts snowing and they're like oh it's july why is it snowing <laughs> and then zero just comes out of nowhere and starts essentially wreaking havoc yeah. and then jack shows up in his suv his uh chevrolet suburban and is like get in the car we gotta go <laughs> it's very like transformers vibes yeah very me, like but, uh, superhero movie kind of stuff right. going on almost like, yeah yeah Oh yeah, we met you. Yeah, we'll follow you. Get in, yeah, we'll get in the car. Like what? I mean, I'd be afraid of the Ice Man too. Just there. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> that's true. Yeah, well, lesser of evils. <laughs> but like when they were driving away, it was just like it was like snowballs hitting the side of the car. I was like, that's not really like intimidating. Like it's just there's just snowballs hitting your car. Like yeah. Yeah, I, I think I guess the intimidation before was when he dropped all the ice and was beating right. the shit out of everyone there at the that's food true. place. But. Yeah, because then they, they go, and then somehow Sub-Zero's already where they're driving to. And he, they then, like, Jax tells um, Cole to take his family to Gary, Indiana, Indiana and find Sonya Blade. And I guess he gives him an address. So the Crossroads then, of America. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then uh, Cole leaves, and then Jax goes to chase after Sub-Zero inside this, like, factory-looking place where Jax gets in a fight with Sub-Zero. And um, we, we really see the power of Sub-Zero's ice where he freezes Jax's arms and breaks them off and then kind of throws them to the side um, and essentially just leaves them there. Um, yeah. yeah, this is a theme where it's like uh, Sub-Zero's a really terrible assassin. <laughs> but I think I think more so he's just full of his own power. Like, he doesn't think Jax could ever harm him. So he's like, I fucked up this guy's arms. I'm done with this. Sub-Zero is a man who's been king assassin for a thousand years. He doesn't, he's not afraid of any of these people. I think that's what the, I think that's what they're trying to portray. Now, you could argue that's dumb, but I think that's the idea. It's just the whole thing is like, (laughs) Shang Tsung specifically says, like, I need you to go kill Earth Realm's champions. How many people does Sub-Zero actually kill in the movies? I'm pretty sure that count is zero. Well, I guess technically he kills Scorpion Hanzo. in the beginning. But, <laughs> I was going to say. But, First kill well, in the movie. But, well, technically, though, he was V-Han at that time. He wasn't even Sub-Zero. So Sub-Zero's technical kill count is zero. Is yeah, but really? back to Colton's point, remember, like, he was talking to Shang Tsung. He's like, yeah, I don't need to, like, do anything. Yeah, like, he's. I killed he's, him already. Like, who cares? So he's, he like, does, already he, cocky. Yeah, he's not like, oh, Shang Tsung, yes, I want to do whatever you say. He's kind of like, I'm pretty cool. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the writers had to somehow be able to give Jax his, his metal arms, too, so it kind of just worked out. <laughs> I thought I thought it was a pretty cool scene where he did the, the arm ice thing. I thought it was, oh, yeah. like, terrifyingly Good effects. gruesome. Good effects, I, thought, yeah. I thought so. No, but, it's a cool scene. It's just... It's just... Sub-Zero I mean, I think if you're going to I, I think if you're if you're making a movie of Mortal Kombat, like if you're trying to it, there's going to be some cheese. I don't think that's <laughs> avoidable because of literally the idea of Mortal Kombat, the base idea of Mortal Kombat. But anyways, so we have Cole who's going to find Sonya with his family, who his family just disappears at this point after he jumps over the fence to see Sonya. Oh, no, um, he like, drops them off he, somewhere. 
Or does he drop? Yeah, they're like it... a hotel. They're like a motel, and he's like, "Okay, oh, I, I just myself." Flew by me because I know they end up back at home later. But so he goes to see Sonya Blade in like some shitty trailer looking, park. yeah. And then Sonya Blade, you meet her, and she's like, "Show me your mark." Um, so he does, and she's like, "Oh, cool, you got the mark." They go inside, and Sonya's got like this hidden bunker in the back of her house. She says, "Like we've been following this for seven years." trying to figure out all this stuff. And Sonya then shows all these pictures of Mortal Kombat things. Like you see, you see Nightwolf and you see a uh, Kotal Khan, like in the pictures, like it's like, Oh, there's different realms and stuff. And then um, there's like a picture on the wall. And then there's a picture and it says Mortal Kombat and Cole's like, what do you mean? They didn't even spell it right. And that was amazing right. where <laughs> he points out that they spelled combat wrong. Um, and then, I just always thought the letter C just doesn't exist in the Mortal Kombat universe. That's true. So. Yeah. But then we see that um, the most entertaining character of the movie, Sony has held captive, and that's Kano, um, which we learned from the first movie. He has an Australian accent. <laughs> yep. And. Um, so Sonya had captured Kano because Kano had killed a previous target who had a uh, dragon stamp. So Kano now had a dragon stamp himself. Um, so then from here, they get attacked by a uh, reptile or a reptile. It, it seems like there's like multiple reptiles in the lore. Um, but it's like a very muscular looking fighter fighting like reptile thing that spits S- acid Sizov out of its mouth. Name. Oh, he has Sizov. a name. Yeah, Sapti never did that. He he has this pot. He has this ridiculously powerful acid. Yet, other than melting, like what was it, a chain in his mouth? Yeah, he didn't actually spray it, right? Yeah, oh, he took a knife. a knife out of himself and and put it and, in his mouth, and it melted. And then he never uses it in the fight itself. <laughs> right. So they get in a fight with the reptile, and you know things go as you'd expect. The reptile's invisible, so they stick a flare in it, and then eventually. Sonya does a flip through the air while Cole throws a knife to her and stabs it. And then Kano does this fatality of ripping the heart out. Um, and yep. he, he even says Kano wins, um, which I feel like is that line is kind of de- depending on which character says it could be like too cheesy. But with Kano's character, I think the line Kano wins actually fits because he's like a self-obsessed like prick. Right. in this movie so i actually liked that line um when he said it anyways once they kill the reptile they go and kano's trying to leave and kano uh basically alludes to the fact that he knows where raiden is or raiden's temple mm-hmm. so then um sonya convinces him by falsely claiming to be able to pay him three million dollars to take them to the temple So then they go in a plane because Kano's got a friend who owns a plane. Um, And then they take parachutes, jump out of the plane in the middle of some sort of desert place. And then they start walking towards the temple. Eventually they get to the towards close to the temple and they see Liu Kang. They don't know it's Liu Kang. Liu Kang comes up and uh, in a great scene, uh, Kano says, don't come any closer. And then Liu Kang just shoots a fireball at him and knocks him over. Um, I think you might call him a bitch too, but then they go 
He did. He, he did. Some it was very a, offensive it, things. In it was. Movie, a, so. <laughs> Kudra's looking like he didn't say that. <laughs> That's true. I, he did I, not. <laughs> I remember him saying something. I just don't remember what the line was. Um, yeah. So then, uh, basically, they then like, oh, okay, we're you know we, we shouldn't try and kill each other. Let's go to Raiden's temple. So then Liu Kang leads them there, opens a secret door. They get to Raiden's temple. They meet Raiden. And Raiden kind of looks at him and he's like, wow, this is what we have. And Raiden basically says they're all worthless pieces of shit. Um, and he's <laughs> not <Raiden>. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then after that, uh, you know, Cole's like, but I got to fight for my family. And then Raiden's like, okay. And then they're like, all right, well, I guess you guys better start training. So um, from there, we do we see Jax here or do they start training first? I think we see Jax now with we his arm. Because yeah. they have Jax and they're healing him. Well, Basically, they're giving Jax his metal arms. Yeah, um, I was gonna say, I don't know if I think it's sort of important since Sonya doesn't have a mark, she's not allowed to train. Oh, right. <laughs> so yeah. she gets kind of like pushed to the side and is like the, so then that's where she interacts with Jax and is like finds Jax. Can we talk about the uh, the Kano lines every time Sonya doesn't have a mark? There's a part where where, <laughs> where she goes to train and the Kung Lao's like, you don't have a mark, you can't. And he's like, fucking whoops. <laughs> and he just... He, <laughs> then before that, when they're back at the trailer and um, she's like, he says something about, I don't have a mark. He's in the background and very quietly he says, wah, wah. <laughs> Oh man, fucking Kano! Uh, those are probably like unscripted too. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of those like remarks are unscripted, where he's just right. like method acting, right? Like, it was totally gets into it. Yeah, but um, he's the best actor of the first Mortal Kombat movie and the, <laughs> the remake. The remake. <laughs> yeah, they'd probably in the first one. Yeah, I liked Liu Kang in the earlier ones. I like. I mean, I like. I think I like most of the actors in this yeah. one, but um. Yeah, so they're uh, training, and uh, Shang Tsung tries to invade, come into the temple, um, but Raiden, you know, he just fucking shows up, and he's like, nah, dude, and he just puts up a magic barrier. Um, So then they're kind of in safety, at least until the tournament, and they're going to train in there and sit in there, and they they talk and they train, and Kung Lao and Liu Kang kind of beat up all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, one thing I was going to say is in the Mortal Kombat universe, like the mm-hmm. other gods are like these some powerful people, but they don't do shit. Yeah, they don't interfere until they want to. Right. Like yeah. there's all these rules that the elder gods put in place, but they don't enforce them. They're like, I don't know. But, well, that's because yeah, I the guess elder- they remind me of like, like kind of like in greek mythology like yeah they're the elder guys there's all these rules right kind of do what they want like we made these rules but right it's it just makes me almost remind me of like the pirates of the caribbean like they're more like guidelines than actual rules that's true (laughs) right yeah um yeah so then we got no it's all right you can you want to talk about the kano arcana oh yeah so then they're sitting at dinner and um Kano like asks for an egg roll from uh, Kung Lao, <laughs> and and 
um, Liu Kang kind of allow like say something in man they roast each him. other, <laughs> and then they just start going in on him, and they're like, "Oh, we got this!" Like they obviously knew what they were doing. They were just trying to kind of egg him on to unlock his ar- arcana, mm-hmm. and and yeah, and and yeah, K- Kano was just he, he was he was throwing out every racial slur like. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was a, it was a pretty not bad, right. It was very it was funny. <laughs> it was like funny, screen. but it was like I was twenty twenty one. I was like, damn, they put that in the movie. It's like totally Kano's character though. Like that's right. his whole thing. Is he is this worthless piece of shit? Right. He's like telling him. He's like, I'm gonna shove that sombrero up your ass. <laughs> Some shit like that. Like, oh my god. Yeah. But yeah. So then he unlocks his uh, Ar- Arcana. Arcana. Yeah. And he's got a laser eye, and uh, Kung Lao like deflects it with his with his hat before anything you know breaks. And then Kano kind of forgets about it. He's like, "Oh hell yeah, I got a laser eye." <laughs> and then he he ends. says he looks at Liu Kang and he says, "Better than fireballs, right. you fucking <laughs> pussy." <laughs> right. <laughs> oh jeez. This these oh. Aussies this week, man. <laughs> and the the boy in blue and in, <laughs> and right. in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, um yeah, but anyway, then it uh then they kind of go back to training, right? Mm-hmm. Um but it also it goes back to um the outworld mm-hmm. where he's still trying to plot to figure out how to get rid of these people and um I'm blanking on the guy's name. The really fat, the speedy guy. Oh, um, um, Cabal. Yep. Cabal is like, says something like he knows Kano and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, like he's, you know, he's not a good guy. Like he'll, he'll do whatever for money. He'll be, he'll be a great addition to the team. Right. <laughs> so then he shows up to the, the temple and is like, yo, I can, you can make a shit ton of money if you join us. And he's like, okay, what do I have to do? <laughs> Next thing you know, he breaks the barrier for, mm-hmm. um, for the rest of the, the the team to move in, and uh, yeah. So then, um, Shang Tsung shows up with his posse, and he's like, "Kill them all!" And then so then they all start fighting, and they're getting their asses whipped. Oh, I guess something much more important prior to this, mm-hmm. Cole hasn't unlocked his Arcana. So Raiden's like, just leave, like just get out of here. Like you're a liability if like you can't unlock your arcana. Right. So then he opens up like a lightning portal and Cole like gets sent back home and mm-hmm. he's with his family. Mm-hmm. That's that's an important part prior to the fighting beginning. Right. Because right. then when the fighting begins at the temple, also Goro comes and like comes to kill Cole. Mm-hmm. Even oh, that wasn't at the know. temple. That was when he was still with his family. Right, right? but at, right, the, but at, at, at the same time, time right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, in yep. parallel. Yeah, so okay. Goro shows up at the, the barn or whatever. I don't know where they live. They have a middle America. Fucking middle America. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, to kill Cole and while everybody else is fighting at the temple. And it was kind of predictable because it was like, oh, Obviously, the key to Cole's Arcana is his family. Like, you know, once you start touching his family, he'll, you know, he'll protect them. And so he's getting the 
the shit be at. I don't even know how he's alive. Like, Goro was throwing <laughs> beams at him and pulls and, like, I don't even know. That's what I said in the beginning. His special power is getting his <laughs> ass kicked. Right. And still staying alive. Um, but, yeah, so. Um, well, his his wife comes or his girlfriend yeah. comes up and hits Goro with the axe. Yeah. And, and then, then that like, Goro, then like, targets him. Yeah her, well, yeah. her and then he gets his like his arcana moment where he gets his like super armor. Where then as Kudra is saying, his superpower literally is you beat the shit out of his armor and it charges up his armor. Right. <laughs> Something like that. Because he also it's, then he also has the tonfas, which he has like yeah. he seems to have like the, it, the blunt stick uh right. traditional tonfa then he has yeah, like a blade, blade. and I, I took it as like because when they, his armor would get punched it would like glow red and then it seemed like he would take that energy and shoot it back at him like so to me that's what i took but yeah because yeah. right from there then he he has the power then to beat goro right so he kills right. goro and then he teleports back to the temple hmm. to try and help everybody else and then they're still losing and then shang sung gets a hold of uh Kung Lao mm-hmm. and is sucking the soul out of him and he's like yells out to uh Liu Kang is like Liu Kang and then Liu Kang's like holy shit I gotta go <laughs> and then yeah and then yeah Kung Lao dies but then Raiden is able to teleport everybody out mm-hmm. that's still mm-hmm. left alive um to some like the in between in between world yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep um but yeah so everybody's kind of all shook shooken up from you know what happened um oh i guess one thing prior to moving forward mm-hmm. uh jacks kind of finds his, some strength and he oh right he's when he lifts the rock Sonya. off Tonya, yeah. his arms become to... super arms right yeah so he's yeah. he he sees some kind of positive involvement from jacks where mm-hmm. Previously, he kind of was like felt bad for himself and was like, "I'm useless," even with his new, you know, mechanical arms. But mm-hmm. well, I felt like he almost of... had like little stick T Rex T Rex arms, right? That's probably what I thought too. <laughs> and then... Kano's... <laughs> yeah, Kano was making fun of. He's like, "Do they come in men's sizes <laughs> or something like that?" And <laughs> then it's like, oh. I tell you what, it's a good thing his apparently his arcana power was like beefy mechanical arms because if it was anything else, he'd still be <laughs> kind of useless. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that's kind of like I guess the positive that came out of the interaction. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Kung Lao died, which is a big hit. But so then they're like trying to regroup and like mourn um, Kung Lao's you know death, and uh, and so they kind of like. Yeah, hatch their final plan. Like, right, Cole's like him. comes up with a plan. He's like, "Okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do. We're gonna do one on ones with the people that you just got beat the shit out of. But we're gonna win this time." <laughs> and then he gives we'll all a take on Sub Zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll all attack Sub Zero at once. Um. So yeah, and then it kind of there's really not like a transition. It's like he's almost yeah, talking they just, about it and they right, and then they the just go time. in and all of a sudden they're fighting all these people, right? right? So then you get your fight scenes. Well, um, I feel like this is also like where like this is where it most resembles the game, right? Because like two fighters warp in on a stage right. yep. and then they do the fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, actually so. another reference to the game back in the training where Liu Kang's fighting Kano and he just sweep kicks him repeatedly. 
Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this is like when you play somebody who doesn't know how to play and you just continuously sweep kick them. <laughs> he just gets back up, sweep kick. <laughs> I thought that was an amazing implementation right. of like. And then he things. jumped. And then he jumped and then he fell too like early. Down, and then he yeah. sweep kicked him again. <laughs> he jumped too early, right? Oh, that, that was like the perfect implementation of like referencing the game without. Because, yeah. Um, anyways, they they went into their warped into their individual fights. Because mm-hmm. um, um, the yeah. first one was uh, Jax fighting the guy with the hammer, who, as a Mortal Kombat character, I don't know who that is. I don't, and it's some guy with a hammer. Um, but right, Rico, Rico, yeah. Ryko? But I I don't remember him from any. I don't know, like I don't remember him from Mortal Kombat games. Yeah. Then. Uh, um, Luke Kang fights Cabal in the same place where um, um, Cole is fighting um, Melina. Melina, yeah. And then Sonya goes to fight Kano. Yep. So they all basically win. Jax beats the hammer guy. He punches back his hammer, breaks his hammer, you know, uses super punches, explodes his head with a classic Jax fatality. Um, then you get Sonya, who beats Kano, and um, she takes his dragon mark and essentially gets her arcana, which is her, like, purple thing she kind of shoots. She, like, throws hearts, I believe, in the game. But then she comes back and actually saves Cole by uh, killing Melina with, Mal- like, <clears throat> with her purple beams. And then uh, Liu Kang kills Cabal by lighting him on fire in a pit of oil with his dragon fire kind of animality thing <laughs> um right so then after they beat all them uh at this point they get to the sub-zero fight yeah sub-zero appears and has shown that he's a abducted cole's family right mm-hmm. yep um so then cole's fighting and then he's like gets he's getting the shippy at him again essentially mm-hmm and then he has the kunai that Raiden gave him, and his blood gets on it, which essentially summons Scorpion or Hanzo. Mm-hmm. So then it's Scorpion and, and Cole versus uh, Sub-Zero. And uh, yeah, so it's a pretty cool fight scene. They're in the MMA cage for a little bit, which is kind of cool right. um, yeah. setting. Um, but yeah, so then they end up beating Sub-Zero with I think it's called the health, like the hellfire move from sub or from Scorpion. Um, yeah, I don't know what it's called, but yeah, where he lights about, like the yeah, lights yeah, him on fire. He takes pulls off his mask, yeah. breathes yeah. fire mm-hmm. on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then he thanks Cole for freeing him mm-hmm. from his I don't know whatever wherever he was trapped from hell. Right. right? Yep. Um, yep. and tells him like look after look after the bloodline for me or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, Scorpion kind of leaves, which I thought was kind of weird that they didn't like talk more. But it's Mortal Kombat. It's Mortal Kombat, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, then everybody comes and uh, Shang Tsung arrives, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have my revenge," and blah right. blah blah. Um. And then Raiden fucking sends him back to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Oh, but don't forget they ominously foreshadow everyone else's return because they're just so Shanks only right. death is only another portal. Yeah. Which right. I mean you got that what what else can you do? You're like, okay, what we need Goro and Sub Zero back for the next movie. <laughs> right. <Yep>. So <laughs> Um, oh, well, then at the end, the one other thing is they talk to the, the guy who used to sign up Cole for fights comes to talk to him and Cole's referee, like, no, yeah. yeah, he's like, I'm done. And then he says, I'm going to Hollywood. And then you're like, oh, shit, he's going to get Johnny Cage. So apparently, poster, yeah. yeah, apparently the second movie is going to start with Cole going to find Johnny Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Which is great. So, yeah, that, that's Mortal Kombat then. Um, I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, I thought all the fight scenes were actually really cool. Um, I liked most of the character design and costume design. Um, definitely some cheesy stuff, but I, that's, I, I don't know. I mean, that's the campiness of Mortal Kombat, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a video game movie. Right. It, it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, what, what did I, you got? I thought it was good. I like you said. I like the fight scenes, and I think um, special effects and uh, CGI have come a long way since the late nineties. I love Sub Zero's ice. I thought his yeah, ice, ice was cool. cool. I thought I thought that Jack scene was the way that he made mm-hmm. his arms like bleed while they're freezing. Right, oh, gross. He's yeah. like ripping ripping his like flesh off. Yeah, when he yeah. when he takes the blood blade when he's fighting Scorpion. When he freezes the blood, that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even the where he freezes the barrel of the gun and like the, the oh right, like shatter. Yeah, kind of a cool. Yeah, Sub Zero was a cool villain. He was a big yeah. fuck everybody guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I like the beginning a lot too, where you kind of got a taste of like how Scorpion fights with his the kunai and stuff like that. And I, yeah, it, I thought it was a very like tame intro kind of to mm-hmm. like to like really set it up in a more grounded like fight scene where that like kind of and i i liked the subtle like look of his like he's like obviously scorpion but it wasn't too extreme i felt like and then like the the sub-zero stuff was like kind of like a more tame blue um outfit um yeah, I, I, yeah and like i I enjoyed the cheese of it and, and like it, it, I was along for the ride, I guess, of the whole thing. Um, definitely some, some inconsistencies with like things that happen, like just the fact that Shang Tsung can fucking teleport anywhere at any time. Sub Zero's like, just, oh, you're driving your car away. I'm already here. Why can, why can Sub Zero do that? Um, but, I just think it really I thought it did a great job of just being a Mortal Kombat movie. Um yeah, Kudra, what's your what do you what do you got to say over there? I I don't know. I, I find myself going back and forth with this because there are yeah. a few things that I would probably ask when I'm talking about the sure. direction of this movie. Okay, let's go over it. I mean, first of all is just Cole's inclusion. Now I understand what they're going for. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of supposed to be the audience surrogate, like, you know, yeah. new to the whole scene. He's, yeah. you know, Cole's figuring out what's going on as the audience is figuring out what's going yeah. on. Yeah. I right. understand that. But 
I don't really see if that was completely necessary to introduce a whole new character when we're kind right. of here to watch Mortal Kombat for the actual Mortal Kombat characters. Yeah. So, and what makes it, I feel like, almost even more egregious is when you're talking, like, so the whole scene in Sonya and Jax's air place of residence mm-hmm. is literally Sonya talking about an, a lengthy investigation that she did to yeah. figure out exactly what was going on. Yeah. So, like, my immediate thought just has to flip over to, okay, instead of, that means, like, Cole didn't even really need to exist because you just literally explained what probably would have been the plot of a better movie right there. Right. So, I, I agree with you. He may not be necessary, um, but they put him in there and I don't think he's that bad. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I agree with you. Maybe he wasn't necessary, but I don't feel like he's like, he's, he's okay. No, I feel like, yeah. Like, I feel like Cole, like he's inoffensive. Like, I don't hate him. Right, but it's, you think it's it, just the whole thing is like I feel like if we were talking about like you know as an like basically my point is that Sonya and Jax could have yeah. just as easily played the audience surrogate role, right. have their their established character, and we see their investigation as they're piecing together what's going on. Yeah, I, I, I think, you could have you could have just brought Johnny Cage in this one and had him in there too, in that part as well. Like there, I agree. Yeah. So, I, and also that scene with Sonya, like it's kind of like bashing you over the head with the like. Uh, yeah, it's it's a huge lengthy exposition. Yeah. Whereas if you followed them as they were doing the yeah. investigation, and like I feel like the movie might have been better paced, and you wouldn't have yeah, had these massive sure. exposition dumps. Yeah, and I would I would say as a general rule, I hate it when movies do that. Um, but I was just kind of along for this dumb fucking Mortal Kombat ride. Maybe because I already knew the story, it was less effective to me, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of times like like I watch a superhero movie and it does that. I'm like, this is dumb as fuck. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, so that's that's a very fair well, criticism. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, do you think that maybe they talked to the well, I assume they were correlating with the, the game developers as well. And he's not I'm in any not of sure. the games currently. Correct. Yeah, Cole no. is a, I, Cole's an exclusive character I, to the movie. I do wonder right. if it's like a thing where like he'll go in the next one, you know. That's like what I was like thinking one. is maybe like they kind of saw it as like a yeah. you know, a bonus where it's like, oh, we I don't, don't need to Yeah, I don't hate Cole so much, but the thing I actually hate about Kudra described is the way that they do all the exposition there with Sony's place. I think I don't like right. that. Right. But yeah, I think maybe I'm less affected because I already know the Mortal Kombat story so much that it didn't really like phase me as like a, you know, scene to take a bunch of stuff in. Um, I I liked all the fight scenes though. Like I thought the fight scenes were pretty good for the most part. I especially like the Sub Zero and Scorpion fight scenes. Um, mm-hmm. the the part where Kong Lao kills Natara. Oh, we didn't say anything about Natara. Natara just flies in like a bird of prey and dies instantly. Yeah, just because say, she's kind of there and she's gone almost immediately. Yeah, I think because they're like, well, we got to say flawless victory somewhere, and they wanted it to be an actual flawless victory, so they had to kill Natara. And I thought when Kong Lao said flawless victory, it was kind of like, eh, eh. I didn't, I didn't buy it so much, but yeah. 
Oh, I mean, they kind of tried to build her up as like some like special like opponent, though. I mean, yeah, she appeared in like two or three scenes prior to her. Right. Dying, right? No, they did. I, I, like, I build her up, but yeah, that's yeah, fine. I guess weird. I just thought like the delivery of the line felt kind of like forced. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, she still uh, wasn't, and Natara still wasn't done as dirty as like Shiva and Annihilation. So <laughs> that's true. Or Johnny Cage. <laughs> or Johnny Cage. <laughs> um, so uh, but I, I feel like my only if I feel like my only criticism with the fight scenes, and maybe this is just something where it's like after watching the three John Wick films that I just mm-hmm. keep paying attention to, mm-hmm. is is the quick cuts. Mm-hmm. I don't I mean and I don't know if I'm the only one who like really started paying attention to it but it's sure. so it's like every like couple seconds you notice like the shift the yeah. camera shift or something so they can like cut that. scenes yeah yeah so it's like they can like do like a couple combat moves yeah. cut and then yeah. do a couple more and then cut but then it's like I go back and like you know I'm looking I watch John Wick and then you have like these minute long like these sure. minutes long continuous cuts of combat Right, and it's just like after watching that, I have yet to see like a, an action movie that really compares. And That's fortunately, fair. this one's also the same. It's like all these quick cuts. I mean, like it doesn't break my, it doesn't really break my engagement with the movie, but it's definitely yeah. something that I notice, and I wish more studios and action films would do. Yeah, I think it's a hard thing to do. And also with a movie like this, like with all the CGI they're trying to implement with like the special abilities and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's it's John Wick's trying to get, a, I don't know if I want to call it realism in fighting, but like a more grounded fighting kind, like a. I'd give you the grounded, except grounded. for the fact that we also have like the point where John Wick is gunning down like a yeah. hundred people at a time. As opposed to fire demons <laughs> and guys who summon ice, though. Completely. You know, yeah, but right I and I, I don't I, I don't know if it's just my like Mortal Kombat nostalgia, like watching Scorpion and Sub Zero fight that's like, oh sick, Scorpion and Sub Zero. Like I don't know if that's why, but I, I kinda was I liked it. Like I liked the fight scenes. Um yeah. I don't know. I thought I was, it was good. I was in for all the characters, and I agree with you. There's some plot holes, there's some bad exposition shit that normally I'm like, well gotta downgrade it for this <laughs> but i'm to the point where i'm thinking about that not we haven't watched all the video game movies obviously but out of all the video game movies i've seen to date this is the best one and not that that's a high bar but <laughs> wow no i mean i agree with you this probably is the best video game film i guess my thing is like if i still feel like there's sure. a lot to criticize here yeah, even if this fair. was yeah. even if this was a lot of fun and yeah. probably the best one to date, but I, I'm with flaws that I'm kind of hoping get worked on and fixed with the sequel that's coming. Yeah, to this movie. I, I, I hope it turns out well. <laughs> I, I do too. Kudro, so you're saying this one is better than Final Fantasy? <laughs> oh, I still need to rewatch the Spirits Within. I keep meaning to. Do I think you're. Month, I think the month's up. I think. <laughs> I think the month's up. I think you failed that. <laughs> now, now, now that you reminded me, I'm about to watch it before the next show. So, um, oh man. Um, the, so the one thing I will say about the combat before we move on is the only cringy part to me was when 
um, Cole throws the knife to Sonya. I was like, oh, oh yeah, where she's spinning in the air. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what right. the fuck? Um, but yeah, other oh, than that, so the combat was good. Uh, some one-liners. Uh, Jax, when he's fighting Scorpio or fighting Sub Zero, he says, "I've done six tours, motherfucker." <laughs> Before he fights him, um, when Cole's looking at, oh, we, we already talked about the spell that wrong. Um, uh, Scorpion, when he goes comes up out of hell to fight Sub Zero, he says, oh, yeah. "I've I've risen from hell to kill you." <laughs> he also says, "Get over here." He says, "Oh yeah," when he grabs him. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like that was a well-implemented get over here. Um, yeah. More so than the last movies. I'd agree with that. But, yeah, do we want to rank it? Let's do it. Kudra, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. I mean, as, as uh, I feel like this is probably the best one so far. Um, I'm gonna, I, I say, I mean, I say B. Probably. I think this is a solid B. Yeah. It still has its flaws. I still think right. the plot could have really been reworked. Mm-hmm. But it's but for what it is, it's entertaining enough. Alright. Well. I guess I'll go. I think, yeah, I have to agree. I'm between a B and B plus, but I didn't really think about what Kudra was, was talking about. And yeah. now that he pointed it out, I'm kind of like, oh, you got a point there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think I gotta go B. Yeah. I, I also think Kudra has some good points about some of the stuff in this movie. And I think those are true. And I think like a reasonable rating on this is a B or a B plus. However, due to my nostalgia for Mortal Kombat and also the fact that out of every video game movie I've ever seen, this is the best one. I think it deserves an A. Now, in the future, in five years Ooh. in the future, five years in the future, when 10 more video game movies have come out and say there's some good ones, then maybe this would drop back down to a B plus. But until somebody shows three. me... <laughs> <laughs> until somebody shows me something better, I think I gotta give this thing as top of the field in video game movies and I like Mortal Kombat... I love the Scorpion Sub-Zero fights. I got to give it an A, just barely. I think a reasonable rating is a B or a B plus. I think it's an unreasonable, I think it's a slightly just, I just want to tinge it up to an A. Um, You're trying to pad the stats. You're trying to pad the stats of Mortal Kombat here. No. I guess. <laughs> well, I don't, actually, it wouldn't even pad the stats because it's still average out a little lower. But I just think, because I've seen so many bad video game movies over the years, I think like seeing this as a video game movie, I'm like, okay, I like this. I like, I like everything it's doing. I'm happy it's going in this direction. I think it's an A for me. Um, Yeah. So we can go into our overall ratings now. Get our list up here. All right. So, I think we can safely say, as we've already said, it's better than the movies we have watched previously here. So, um, and you guys are thinking B or B plus, And like I already said, I think I agree with you guys. A reasonable rating for this movie is in the uh, B, B plus tier. Now, as a video game movie, though, I would argue it should go in the A tier because of the 
general quality of video game movies? I, I feel like an A compared to other video game movies versus just being an A, like I feel like that's kind of an injustice. So are, you think you think it should be a B, Kudra, in the B tier? Yeah. Okay. So I you yeah, okay. I think you maybe you're right then. Maybe we should show video game movies for what they are and have no movies above the B tier for video game movies. <laughs> oh, okay, hold up. I feel like there has to be one. There will eventually be a video game in the in the A tier. I don't think it'll be I don't think we'll ever find one in the S. <laughs> but I think we'll at least have one in the A. All right. So we gotta we're going to the new Mario movie to come out. We okay, so we I guess I can agree with you. Mortal Kombat uh will be in the B tier. Currently our highest rated video game movie. All right. Mortal Kombat in the B tier. <laughs> 